1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 1. And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul, saying, I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. God's instruction to Samuel was super clear. Fill your horn with oil and go to the house of Jesse to anoint one of them, one of his children. But Jesse had eight sons. And the first one that passed before the prophet was already super qualified for the anointing oil as far as Samuel the prophet was concerned. Eliab, the first son of J.C., had everything, everything. He had the military background, he had the height, the outlook, the six packs, the military discipline, and the presence, the presence befitting of a king. He had the aura. But with all these amazing and loving qualities necessary for a king, he was disqualified disqualified. I am sure Samuel, after his first failed attempt, would have wondered who among those seven was worthy of the sacred oil of the Most High God. Who is the anointing oil meant for? Who was the anointing oil meant for? What is God's spiritual standard and criteria for the anointing oil to be released? What is God's spiritual standard and criteria for the anointing oil to be released? The first thing I want you to note is that the elimination criteria was very clear. Seven of those the oil was not meant for were at the same location. Seven of them. They were at home. I wonder what Eliab, a military man, was doing at home at such a time. I wonder what he was doing at home when the youngest was in the wilderness. A young, able-bodied man was home, spending all of his time to look great and fascinating, while the youngest who the oil was intended for was in the wilderness, laboring, committed, dedicated, devoted, giving his life at the place of his divine assignment. Please never forget, never forget that the anointing is meant for those who are busy doing something for the Lord. One reality that we often fail to understand is that the anointing is a spiritual multiplier. The anointing is a spiritual multiplier. The anointing is meant to increase the capacity of what you are doing in your sacred place. The anointing is meant to multiply your effort and your capacity to produce tangible results. Yes. David was in the wilderness keeping the few sheep 
of his father. As his older brother Eliab claimed in 1 Samuel chapter 16. You can read it for yourself. After prolonged dedication, commitment, focus, long-suffering, patience, self-control in the wilderness, God decided to increase his capacity from leading and guiding animals to leading and guiding his people. And how was God going to do that? By releasing the anointing to multiply, increase, and amplify his capacity to do the new assignment. The anointing moves you into higher dimensions. Yes, the anointing moves you from one level to another. A man who is not actively busy doing something, no matter how small, does not qualify for the anointing in any way. A woman doing nothing qualifies for nothing. Oh yes, whatever you multiply by zero returns a zero value. Releasing the anointing on a man with zero spiritual value, a man, a woman, a youth that is committed to nothing will resort to the wastage of the anointing. Yes, you may waste money or material resources in the kingdom, but to waste the anointing is a grievous thing. God never intends to waste his anointing. No. Therefore, Behind every released anointing is a divine purpose meant to be accomplished. The anointing is for those who are actively busy doing something. Doing something. Before Saul could access the anointing in 1 Samuel chapter 9, he had to take on the responsibility for finding his father's donkeys. The Bible says in verse 4, of 1 Samuel chapter 9, that Saul passed through the mountains of Ephraim, through the land of Shalisha, the land of Shalim, the land of the Benjamin. He even went as far as the land of Zaph. For three days, he was committed to the assignment with all his heart, without knowing that the assignment was a setup that would guide him to the place where he will receive the anointing. Dearly beloved, the anointing is not meant for those who are at home doing nothing. It's not for those relaxing and enjoying themselves. The anointing is never released for anyone to enjoy and please themselves. The anointing is released to multiply that little thing, that kingdom assignment, that kingdom responsibility. The anointing is released to multiply that thing you are committed to. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Luke chapter 4 verse 14, that he returned in the power of the Spirit. He returned from the wilderness full of power. And when the scroll was delivered unto him, he had no other place but Luke chapter 4, verse 18, to read unto the people, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty 
them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah. Even the Lord Jesus was not anointed in his father's house. He was not. He was led into the wilderness where he waited for 40 days and 40 nights. Peter and the remaining disciples who were baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire were not in the comfort of their homes doing nothing. When the fire came upon them, they were in the upper room. In the upper room waiting, waiting for the promise of the Father. For 10 uninterrupted days, they waited patiently in one accord. They waited without distraction, committed themselves to the work the Master gave to them. The assignment was clear. The work was clear. Go and wait in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. With power. With power. Who is the anointing for? Who is this anointing meant for? The anointing is for all those who are diligently committed to serving the Lord Jesus Christ in the place of the assignment. In the place of the assignment, the anointing is reserved for those laboring for the master at their duty post. As they labor, heaven increases their capacity. Heaven multiplies the anointing upon their lives. Oh yes, as they labor, heaven breathes upon them. We were told that 500 disciples received the instruction to go and wait for the promise. 500, 500. But only 120 of them received the anointing of the Holy Ghost and fire. The remaining 380 were nowhere to be found when the anointing of the Holy Ghost and fire was released from heaven as a mighty rushing wind. Waiting on God was too much work for them. Waiting on God was too much work for the 380. And they missed, they missed it. They missed the anointing. It was meant for all. The baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire was meant for all. When it came as a mighty rushing wind, everyone in that place, in that room, had a tongue of fire sitting on him or her. The anointing is sufficient for all. But sorry, only a few will get it. Why? Because the anointing is not for the Eliabs and the Abimelechs. Oh no! The anointing is for the Davids. The Davids in the bush. The anointing is not for those who are committed to sleeping and doing nothing. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14. Therefore he says, Awake! Awake you who sleep! Arise from the dead and Christ will give you light. For the light of Christ is not given to those who are sleeping. It is given to those who awake and arise from the dead to fulfill the master's assignment. Who is this anointing meant for? Who is this anointing meant for? I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen. <laughs>